NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio, for the way we live now. Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com and our continuing coverage of the 5th Annual Napa Valley Film Festival. We've been spending some time talking to filmmakers from a wide range of genres of films, narrative features, shorts, and documentaries. Today we're going to look at one of the documentaries that will be screening at the film festival this year. The documentary is entitled Romeo is Bleeding. It's set against the underbelly of violence and turf wars in Richmond, California. And it is my pleasure today to be joined by the director, Jason Zeldis. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Tell us a little bit about this film, about this documentary, and uh, a little bit about why Richmond, why this particular story. Yeah, so for me, this film profiles a handful of really exciting new artists that are coming from Richmond, California, which is a city that, you know, publicly is known mostly for some of the wrong reasons. Like, uh, they do have a violent past and a violent history in Richmond, uh, stemming from a turf war that uh, happens between a handful of African-American neighborhoods. Um, And our film follows Dante Clark, who is a young artist from North Richmond, and and he began to write about all of his lived experiences coming where he comes from. And he began to garner a lot of attention in the Bay Area poetry scene. Uh, and it got to the point where he became a community leader, activist, artist. And he co-founded an arts organization with my cousin Molly Rayner, who introduced him to poetry and also introduced me to Dante in this whole world. Um, And so we follow Dante's arts organization called Raw Talent over the course of the school year as they adapt Romeo and Juliet, but they make it fit their lived experiences in Richmond, California. So instead of Montagues versus Capulets, it becomes North versus Central Richmond, and it becomes a lens for all the students of Raw Talent to really understand and engage with their environment and their place within their city. As you got into this project, you heard about it, you thought it was interesting, you started making this film. Talk a little bit about how this story evolved for you and really what surprised you along the way. Yeah, well, for me, you know, it began as telling the story of an artist. Dante is one of my favorite artists, and I was really excited and honored to be able to tell his story, especially because he's going places and it was great to tell his story at the beginning of his journey. Uh, but what was eye opening to me, you know, I arrived in Richmond, which is a community that I'm not from. Um, and this, this bigger narrative started to reveal itself to me. Uh, you know, and it's a narrative that is repeated in a lot of post industrial cities all across the nation. Um, and once we got to know, Dante and we got to know a lot of his peers at Raw Talent and we got to follow them home and got invited into their lives. There, I mean, there's definitely a larger narrative about systematic injustices playing out and, you know, we've seen it spill onto streets lately, whether it's Ferguson or Baltimore or countless other examples. Um, so this was a unique opportunity for me to engage firsthand with that narrative. And, uh, in, the poets of raw talent expressed that story so well through their poetry that that was a really great uh, window into the world. And from there, you know, the film crew, we would, we would get introduced to various people 
in the community, build our own relationships, and really have an opportunity to flesh out uh, the human story behind the poetry of raw talent. So it was uh, it was an exciting fusion of film and poetry and theater and just real life lived experiences. Uh, it was a it was a really great artistic opportunity for myself and hopefully for the rest of the crew involved as well as Dante. And how did the, the talent feel about this film being made about them? Uh, by and large, they were really excited about it. I think at first, you know, as Dante tells it, he thought it was going to be kind of uh, behind the scenes of them putting on a play. Um, but as I got to know him better and I got to know a lot of his peers better in the city of Richmond better, um, I, you know, approached him with this idea of like, no, I, I want to tell the bigger story. I want to tell, you know, the story behind the story that's fueling your poetry. And, um, and he was really on board with that. And he's been the best ambassador for this film. Um, he introduced me to many of the people that ended up being interview subjects for the film. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of the high school students that we were following are, you know, they're, they're youth, they're, they're high school students, and they were really excited to have their story be told um, like on this scale. So everyone was pretty on board with it. And how did you personally come to see Richmond as a place? I love Richmond. Uh, it's a really interesting city, and it's, it's kind of a microcosm for a lot of, well, it's kind of a microcosm for a lot of the country right now. Uh, and it reminded me of home. I'm from Detroit, and, uh, and Richmond has a lot of the same issues that Detroit has, where, you know, it was a wartime boom town. It was important. It was a pillar of American might and industry. Uh, but over time, that erodes. And, uh, and the communities that are left there are struggling with a lot of serious issues but there's also so much talent. There's so much talent in Richmond, um, and it's looking for an outlet. And if, if you know, people like Dante can give the talented youth growing up there a positive outlet, whether it's poetry or dance or theater or writing or drawing, you're going to see some incredible artwork coming out of that city. Um, if there are no outlets, uh, people will create with what they're given, and sometimes that has violent results. So, you know, to me, this is a really important story of uh, just making sure that people have an avenue, a healthy avenue for self-expression. Share with us a little bit about how this documentary got made. How did you put it together? Yeah, so um, my cousin Molly Rayner introduced me to the story uh, as he had introduced Dante to poetry and kind of had a front row seat to this whole story. Um, and she'd been encouraging me to do projects with them for a while. And when I found out that he was adapting Romeo and Juliet, uh, you know, I went up there for kind of some exploratory shooting and, and I just found the whole world to be beyond fascinating and the characters to be so rich and the, I mean, just a, a lot of beautiful people. And I thought that this is a story I needed to tell. So I, uh, we started by doing a Kickstarter that gave us our first funds and that basically paid for rent money for me and a couple of my film school friends <laughs> to uh, rent a house in the East Bay and move up there so we could film every day. 
And from there, as we got more and more great material, we'd start putting grants together. And, you know, we filmed over the course of the school year and with a couple of pickups afterwards and just were always writing grants, always doing side jobs, always just figuring out a way to keep the thing going. And uh, over the course of about three years, we got it to the finish line. So it was a... You know, it wasn't a total marathon, but it wasn't a quick project either. And tell us a little bit about the reaction to the film thus far and the places that you've shown it. Uh, we've been lucky enough to show it all over the country. Um, I think we're over 20 film festivals now. And uh, to my great relief, the reaction has been pretty consistently positive. Um, it's been really special to see the film reach people in every corner of the country, whether we're in the Bay Area, whether we're in New York City, whether we're in Arkansas or Milwaukee, uh, you can see the film really connect to audience of, audiences of all ages, but specifically uh, the youth and high school kids, which is where we're really trying to get this film. Um, and we're you know, currently building out curriculum to have Dante's version of Romeo and Juliet taught alongside Shakespeare's version of Romeo and Juliet in high schools uh, using clips of the film as well. So, you know, that's that's our goal is to make sure that as many high school students as possible get to see the film. And tell us a little bit about your background, Jason. Um, I'm a film editor. I work, uh, well, a documentary film editor. Um, the movie that most people have heard of that I edited is 20 Feet from Stardom, which was a couple of years ago. Uh, but I've I've cut all sorts of stuff from social justice films to music films to Netflix series. Uh, so it was it was a little bit of a natural progression for me to be the one asking the questions as opposed to watching the footage of someone asking yeah. the questions. Um, but it was certainly a learning experience for me stepping up uh, into the director's seat, and it also really makes me appreciate my work as an editor. So. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm doing right now, actually. I'm sitting in an edit bay. Jason Zeldis, his film Romeo is Bleeding, is going to be screening here at the Napa Valley Film Festival next week. Jason, I thank you so much for spending some time with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.